Good morning, my lovelies. How are you? Um, today is May the 5th, 2020, so it is officially Cinco de Mayo. How is everybody going to celebrate Cinco de Mayo now that the bars and stuff are closed? I mean, I have... No, I just have wine, so I don't really have tequila or anything. Um, and it's Taco Tuesday. Like, this is crazy. This is how everything is working out for us. Like, we have the perfect year that Cinco de Mayo falls on a Taco Tuesday. And we can't go to the bar. We can't go to, like, we can't go out and kind of socialize or anything like that. So how are you guys spending y'all Cinco de Mayo today? I want to see pictures on my Instagram. So make sure you guys are following me at Raven L Barnes. And that's Raven, R-A-V-Y-N-N, L Barnes. Um, yeah, I want to see you how you guys are um, celebrating your Cinco, your Cinco de Mayo today. Um, I thought I had a, um, a previous podcast about co-parenting, but I don't. Um, I kind of just touched on co-parenting on my um, episode called Life. Um, where I was like kind of talking about, um, you know, moving on and things like that and having the other parent, you know, kind of adjust to it. I don't think you should have to warn a parent when you're deciding to move on, especially when you two are not going to be in a relationship. Um, so uh, I think it's just more so of them just trying to, I guess, gather all their feelings and all their thoughts on their own time and just getting used to, you know, the change and whatnot. Um, but this episode is going to be strictly about co-parenting because I feel like I need to touch the subject, especially because a lot of my listeners have listened to, um, my life episode and, you know, they had some disagreements and they had some agreements. Like I did have a conversation with a friend at work and she was telling me her issues and what she's going through as far as co-parenting. And on her side, it's more so, you know, if, she is not submitting to her child's father. He doesn't want to do anything for his child. And I just feel like that's disgusting. Like, I feel like, you know, at the end of the day, we both were adults at the time of making the baby. So we should both be adults by taking care of the responsibility, which is the child. The child should not have to miss or want for anything just because the one parent doesn't want one the other parent or vice versa. Like, it shouldn't... The child shouldn't be affected by that. And it seems like that kind of happens a lot. Um, because emotions just can't go away. Fathers just can't. It's more so fathers. I mean, I'm not saying it is just fathers, but the majority is fathers that can't let go. Um, and it's crazy. Like, I mean, there are some mothers that are bitter that are keeping their child away from, you know, the, the father for their own personal reasons. Um... But I still think that the main the main focus should stay on the child, and sometimes it's not. Um, I want to get into um, Instagram and my Facebook first. I had questions. If you guys aren't following me, um, I had posted questions uh, between last week and this week as far as, like, you know, your co-parenting advice and things like that. And um, I kind of want to talk about that first so we can get that out the way. And then we can move on to the actual subject, you know, at hand of what I had to talk about. So I asked, what advice can you give about co-parenting? 
And someone said, if the other person is toxic and drama-filled, sometimes you got to cut communication off for a minute. They got to know you're not going to tolerate that because y'all have a child. You won't hear from me or see the child for a couple days or a few or for their visits or whatever. And then someone, that's all Instagram, and then someone on my Facebook said <clears throat> communication is key and if the other parent oh I, I said that already um I kind of just shared it so I kind of should have just read all of it <laughs> um someone else said make sure the final say is for the best interest of this child regardless who makes the final decision and I completely agree with all responses. Um, communication is definitely key. If you guys don't have communication, a good communication at that, it's kind of not going to work in anyone's favor at this point. So the thing with how, you know, me, like I said, I only can talk about what I'm going through in my present life. I can't really talk about what anyone else is going through because... Um, I'm not in anyone else's, you know, in anyone else's circle, in anyone else's bubble. I And, you know, I do have friends that I kind of communicate with as far as, you know, what's going on in their parenting life. But sometimes I don't want to, you know, talk about it or, um, you know, put it in my own words because I don't want to kind of switch up anything and I don't want to say something that I'm not supposed to say. So I kind of just keep it just personal um, or what I've been going through. So... I have re-listened to um, my episode Life where at that time I was, you know, kind of trying to move on and things like me and my um, my youngest child's father decided, you know, we weren't going to be a thing. Um, so, you know, I kind of moved on. He, I mean, I'm sure was already moving on at that point. Um, but when he found out, it was kind of like because the communication slowed down like me and him weren't texting every day we weren't talking every day um it was like if he would you know kind of reach out to me as far as his son um at hours of the night and I'll be like oh well he's not with me like I'm not with him and it was like kind of one of those issues well where is he at um who was he with kind of thing or whatever which I mean whatever um, but at the same time, it was like he had his own ulterior motives for the questions that he was asking. Although a lot of fathers sit up there and say, oh, what's the ulterior motive? Or what else could I be talking to you about if it's not about my son or my child? Like, we all know women are not stupid or as stupid as men might think we are. But we know what your your questions are especially if it was never these questions before you initially found out that they moved on so of course moving forward um moving forward it's like it's the same thing and I never realized that until like I said I listened to that episode yesterday like why is it that every time a mother wants to move on the father gets so moody or whatever they want to call it Especially when he doesn't want her. Like, I don't understand, like, what's the issue with a mother, you know, moving on or trying to find someone else. And not all the time is, 
whoever the mother is like with or dealing with is going to be around your child or her children. So I'm not really understanding why, you know, that really matters. And it comes up a lot. Like, I mean, I've, of course, my oldest son is nine years old now. So when he was younger and growing up, um, I can't really say that was much of an issue. I think because me and his father was together for so long, I think what hurt the most is that me and him separated. Um, more so than who I was dealing with, who I was with, or he, who he was with. I don't think it was ever an issue about who each other was dating at the time when my youngest, uh, my oldest son was, um, you know, getting older and, um, he was younger at, during our separation. Um, but of course, as he got older, the issues became with his spouse, um, and it was more so because my son's father wouldn't, he wouldn't place her where she needed to be placed. And at the time, she was a girlfriend or a fiance or whatever. She should have stayed that. It's like one thing about, you know, being a spouse in a relationship that already has, like where your spouse already has a child. It's like, the only thing you really can offer at this point is moral support. I don't feel as if you should be able to have any kind of say-so in the child's life, especially because this is not your child, regardless if it's going to be your stepchild or whatever. If there's open communication that where it is agreed that you have input or you have say-so, then cool. But at the same time, it's like certain things, it's like you cannot tell somebody else's, you cannot tell a child's mother oh, my child is not doing this, or my child is not doing that. That's just out, out, out of the question. Like, there's no way. And at the same time, like, it's one thing. So the issue with me is kind of questioning my child. And it's not just with her. It's more so with, you know, his father too. But I can't really say much to his father because that's, you know, that's his son. Um, so he kind of can ask whatever questions that he wants to. But it's like the questions that came from his spouse it's like why are you interrogating my, my child so when me and her confront each other or when we you know talk to each other it's more oh well, I care about him and these are questions that I ask him all the time what first of all why are you questioning my child so the first thing that I did once that conversation was over was ask my son you know well how do you feel about you know when she questions you and things like that and um, he was just like, you know, kind of, sometimes it's okay, sometimes it can be overwhelming, um, and things like that. So that kind of became an issue because I'm just like, my son should not be, you know, get a question like this. And then it kind of had me thinking like, okay, what else is going on at that household? Because of course, my son was staying with them for school, um, and that kind of changed once, you know, the virus and stuff happened, but... You know, it was a lot of issues. It was a lot that, you know, needed to be talked about. And I just feel like with this situation, his father does not put his foot down when it comes to his wife. Like, certain things is acceptable and certain things is not acceptable as a step-parent. 
I don't have any issue with being around. I don't have any issue with her being around. I don't have any issue with all of us, you know, having fun together. Like, I don't have any of those issues. But when it comes to boundaries and lines that you try to cross, I think that's when the issues and stuff start to come. Because who are you to question my child? Regardless if it's a care thing or not. Like, a child should not be questioned the way that my son was questioned. And maybe it was innocent or whatever, but it's just like follow-up question after backup question after backup question after question after question after question. For what? For what? So that was probably the only issue that we ever had as far as that. But like I said, with me and him, we can argue one day and then the next day we're like perfectly fine. Um, And that's normally how it is or whatever. We kind of just, you know, calm down and we talk about it. That's one thing that we have learned with each other. Like, we try not to... Well, not try, but we don't. um, We don't communicate with each other when both of us are mad. We kind of just, you know, give ourselves a couple days and then we come back and we talk about it. That way, both of us have a clear mind of what happened and what's going on and we can easily talk about it. So that's one thing that, you know, has happened. With this new situation that I'm in now, because of course I started all over again. So my son, my youngest son, is one and a half. And, you know, me and his father, you know, was back and forth. um, And it came a point where, um, around the time where he found out that I was dealing with someone, at that point in time, it was just like him reaching out to my friends and telling them that he wants his family back. And then next thing I know... Me and him are back messing with each other again. And the emotions and the feelings just all come back. And I think that was like a big mistake. I think we should have just continued to have just that relationship as far as co-parenting. Because everything was good. Everything was fine. There was no emotions. There was no nothing being worried about as far as lies coming out. Like anything like that. Um, so when me and him started dealing with each other back in July... It was like the end of June, the beginning of July, right before our son's one year, um, our first, his first year birthday. Um, it was just like, you know, we were going on trips together, which was fine. Like we were doing a lot of things together at that point in time. Um, and at, to my knowledge, I'm thinking that, you know, we're building, trying to, you know, kind of like get that that communication kind of going because that was always our issue was communication like some things I don't care to talk about where he does um and of course like with a Sagittarius Sagittarius kind of sometimes with us it's like certain things like if it's not important to us we don't talk about it if it's like something small or something little like a argument or something we don't talk about it so that's like an issue with with you know our our significant others because some things that they want to talk about we don't care to talk about especially if it's small and if it's stupid so um sorry if you guys hear the noise in the background I have my um I'm washing clothes um so just in case you guys hear the background but um so yeah like I was saying we were you know spending time together and things like that or whatever but then of course me and him was also in business together And with the business aspect of it, it was just like he had poor management skills. He had poor, um, he just had poor ways of doing things. 
And being as this business was in my name, it wasn't being looked at as him doing anything bad. It was being looked at as Radiant Lashes doing bad. So I continued to get negative reviews. And when I would mention it to him, it was just like, okay, well, I'll make sure it doesn't happen again type of thing. Then one day, he kind of had orders that he needed to do. And instead of taking care of these orders, he decides that he wants to go out of town for a trip. For a person that has their own business, sometimes it's business before pleasure. Sometimes you have to make sure that you get all your work done before you have fun and you enjoy yourself. But in this situation, it was pleasure before business. Oh, it'll get done when I get back. And the thing that pissed me off wasn't the fact that he wanted to go and enjoy his time with his friends. But the part that irritated me was that... Was that you didn't care like you didn't care or to, I mean not this not saying this is the first time but you continue to show me that you don't care about my reputation as far as my business um you always have excuses and it's just like you you didn't even first of all you didn't even remember about this trip until you got an email alert about this trip so the trip was not even on your mind at the time. So you could have missed out on that trip and stayed back to get your work done. And then when, if it was all finished before, you know, because you kind of stayed a couple days up there. If it was finished, then you could have went or you could have met them. Like I'm not understanding. Like when you get to a certain age and you have children, it's like that bachelor life is over like, you now have a child, and at the time, like I said, to my knowledge, and I'm saying to my knowledge because the person that I thought that I was in a relationship with, or that I was building a relationship with, had other motives. So that's why I'm saying my knowledge. So to my knowledge, we're building um, a relationship for our family, so it's like you didn't care about what was going on. So once... The business part was, like, done. Like, you showed me your true colors. I was like, you know what? I'm done with it. I'm done. I'm not doing it. So after that, it kind of, everything else went down. Like, I was turned off on everything else. I was turned off on wanting to be around him or I was forcing myself to be around him because if we were around each other, you know, it was good times and things like that. But, of course, if we're not around people or whatever, it was just like this awkwardness. And it was because at that point in time, it's like you continue to show me who you really are. And I should have always just knew that because, of course, when I was pregnant, he was not there. And that was the first couple of weeks until I just, you know, kind of grew without him. And normally with me, I can easily just block someone out. And just move on with my life. And that's what I did for my whole pregnancy. He would try to text me, try to go to doctor's appointments, kind of try to, um, when I had like um, ultrasound visits and stuff, like he tried to do that. But I didn't care for him to do it because I already had in my mind that he didn't want it, so he wasn't going to be there. And then when 
um, I did decide to open up that communication with him, it was because there became an issue of the girl that he was messing with. And that was on my part. And on his, I think it was more so him just not being honest with me and telling me that he moved on. Um, to where now it's just like he's in my ear telling me that he's not messing with anyone else, that they're just friends, that, um, you know, she's nothing to him and this and that. Uh, you're the only one that I want and, um, just stuff along those lines. And it wasn't nothing like that. And the whole time this girl was pregnant, never mentioned it, never said anything about it. So I just felt like completely disrespected, especially once I found out that she was pregnant and me and her were pregnant at the same time. I think a lot of things could have happened a lot differently. So that kind of built, you know, animosity, um, there. But once my son was born, um, you know, I was like, you know, this is his first time being a dad. Like I want him to have every experience as possible, you know, as far as his family and things like that, especially what he, you know, has went through in the past. Um, so I kind of just set everything aside. Like I set all my, my, my ill will feelings or whatever that I had about him aside. And I kind of just stuck to, you know, just, you know, co-parenting at that point. And it was good. It was really good. We were enjoying each other. We were enjoying his family. I was getting to know his family. Um, you know, and they, of course, was growing with, um, with our child, uh, as far as his milestones and things like that. And we were always doing things and then it became an issue, with the other girl because he was not being honest with her and he was not telling her you know what was really going on so of course till this day like me and her like I mean we don't communicate or anything like that but it went far to where it didn't need to go it went to um her taking me to court for stalking Never seen this girl a day before in my life. Like, never had any... We were never in the same room together. Like, we had words. Never heard the girl's voice. Like, no, none of that. But all I knew was I was being served papers. And I'm trying to figure out why. So when I actually got everything, it was like she was trying to build a case from when both of us were pregnant. And mind you, at this time, my youngest son was already a year old. Go figure. But, but like I said, it all tied around communication. Um, so that was like, you know, our little issue, like just kind of summed it up in a bubble. But when I decided to, you know, part ways, it was like I was just, it was like that intuition. Like, you know, a woman's intuition um, never lies. Um, always trust your gut instinct, no matter what it's trying to tell you. It can be telling you, um, it can be telling you this man is not good for you. It's just everything that's in that pit of your stomach, like, or just that feeling that you get when you're away from him or even when you're with him. Like, it's just that feeling that you get. Do not ignore it because my issue was, and we're all adults, but my issue was my pH balance was always thrown off. Always thrown off. And I never understood what that meant. I mean, of course, I know what it means or whatever. Like, you know, something's going on and you need to get checked out and stuff. But if we're just outside of, you know, getting checked out and things like that, like, 
why is my pH balance continuing to get thrown off? And sometimes, you know, that happens to us women when we're with the wrong man. Or it, sometimes it happens to let us women know that your man is not just doing you. Hmm. Because now <laughs> that I'm in a whole nother relationship, hmm. Oh, pretty girl down there is gorgeous, glowing. Hmm. Go figure. Um, so, yes. So, it came to, um, like I said, I trusted my gut instinct. And I told myself in 2019, I said, I'm not going into 2020 confused. I'm not going into 2020 looking a fool. I'm not going into 2020 accepting anything less than what I deserve. So January 1st came. Oh, everything that I needed to know. God placed that phone right next to me when me and him were in bed. I went through his phone because it just so happened he had the easiest password in America. I go through his phone. Everything that I needed to know was in that phone. All the answers to my questions, everything. So when that happened, it says, Raven, you are no longer building a relationship with this man. This man does not... He does not see you as a queen he does not see you as someone that he wants to be with switch mode and I went directly to parent mode and then that's when the extra communication stopped that's when the extra outing stopped um the family outings of course will always be because I did grow a relationship and they grew a relationship with not just you know um my youngest son, but with my oldest son as well. So it's something that I will always have with me. And I love them for it. I love the relationship that we build. I love the communication that, you know, we all can have. But I had to change. And it wasn't just for me. It was for my child. I didn't want to build so much anger with his father that it will cause me to keep my son away from him. Um... And so I had to kind of train myself, like, all this other communication, all this extra communication has to stop. And that's what happened. It ended up being when I would drop him off, when I would pick him up, that was the only communication that me and him was having. Um, If he had to go to the doctors, if he had to go to the ER, that's the only communication that was happening. And what happened was he did not like it because that's not the communication that we used to have. We used to talk all day. We used to talk every day, um, and it, it just, you know, like, and that's just what the communication was, but once I found out everything, I had to tell myself, I cannot do this, because not only am I being made a fool of, but I'm hurting myself. I'm hurting myself because I'm continuing to deal with a toxic situation when I can be Seeing what actually God has for me. And that's what I did. So a lot of things that, like I said, we used to do, I stopped doing. So when I ended up dating again and actually finding my boyfriend now, um, 
you know, I had to show not only respect to myself, I had to resp- show respect to my boyfriend. I had to show respect, you know, to his my son's father. And I kind of put him, my son's father where he was supposed to be. And that was the kind of the communication. So now we're getting into, you know, meeting the spouses. My son's father wants to meet my spouse, but I don't feel as though it's necessary. Why? Because me and him are still having these petty arguments. Me and him are not seeing eye to eye. We're not on the same accord when it comes to, you know, our son. Um, so I'm like, as soon as, you know, all this, this, you know, wishy-washy things and we can kind of go on a straight path, um, I'm trying to stay out of the courts, but it seems like every situation it has me turning to the courts because I don't have to deal with it. And my son's father thinks that he has, like, I have to talk to him. I do not have to talk to you. I don't. If you don't have my son, I don't have to talk to you. And he made a comment to me that um, the reasons why he doesn't text me um, so much or so often regarding our son is because he's not, he's like, he isn't with him and he's not his responsibility. My thing is, it shouldn't really matter because my son is my responsibility 24-7 regardless if he's with me or not. Not just because he's with you eight hours a day, seven days a week, that's it. That does not stop you from being a father on those other days. So when it came to me, you know, when I decided to bring my boyfriend around my children, my boyfriend, of course, would spend a lot of time with us on weekends. So times when my son's father never texted me on the weekends, he started texting me on the weekends. Yeah, I may have, you know, been extra and, you know, overbearing. But at the same time, I'm just like, why are you doing something that you never did before? Like, you never checked up on him on weekends. You never cared what was going on when you didn't have him. So why does it matter now? So then it comes to thinking, well, maybe it's because you have someone else. And then when I was listening to my previous episode called Life... And I was like, okay, this is all reputation. He did this before. I can't. Because what I did before is instead of me just continuing to move on, I went back to him. This time, no. The man that I'm with is the man that I'm going to be with. I'm going to be with him. This is a man that I see a future with. This is a man that that cares about me inside out. That supports me in everything that I do. That keeps a smile on my face. That if he sees my tears falling, he makes sure he wipes them before it hits the floor. A man that I've been praying for. A man that I've been begging for. A man that I've always wanted and needed is now in my presence. I'm not going back. No. So everything that I'm going to do now is going to be in the best interest of everyone. Not just, not just for my child. Because I feel like if me and his father cannot communicate effectively or we cannot be on the same page, it's going to have an effect on the child. Because a lot of the situations, like I said, when I'm trying to make it easier for us to co-parent, there's a battle. There's a back and forth argument. There's a debate. There's things that should not even matter. And then when we try to add other people to the situation it's like they're only seeing one side of it instead of seeing the whole thing I can't really 
add anybody to the equation. I can ask questions and, and su- ask for suggestions, but I can't add anyone because they don't understand what I'm actually going through. It's disrespect that I'm going through. It's a continuous like argument that I'm going through. And I just feel like it's it's pointless. So when it comes to, oh, I want to meet who you're with, no. I'm giving myself a time for me to build with him and him to build with my children, just as well as whoever you're dealing with. I'm giving you time to build with them if that's who you're going to be with. But then he's like, well, you don't care to know who I'm dealing with. No, I don't, because you don't care about females. You don't care about women. You don't value women. You don't. And the thing, and this is how I know my child's father. This is how I know my child's father. Because any man that hears that from someone else about whoever they're dealing with would have shut me down. They would have been like, no, this is who I value my girlfriend or I value the woman that I'm dealing with. Uh, I care about her. Um, and things along those lines. I do take her seriously. But he never said any of that. It was just a like of the, the comment. That was it. So this is why I didn't care to meet anyone that he was dealing with or anyone for that matter that he has around our child. Because I meet this girl, then a couple months later, he's done with her. Then it's going to be another girl. A couple months later, he's going to be done with her. Then it's going to be another girl. I don't have time. I think I'm at the point where the type of man that he is, I want to meet the girl that you proposed to. I don't want to meet the girl that that you happen to move in with you. I don't want to meet the girl that... Um, I don't want to meet... Actually, I'm going to take that back. If he move, allows a girl to move in with him, I'll say that. If he allows a girl to move in with him, then I would want to meet that girl. Because this is the girl that he's taking seriously. But until then, I'm not about to meet a million girls that he's going to have around my, my son. At the end of the day, us as mothers are going to raise our children the way that we can raise our children and just hope for the best. We pray for the best at this point. Um, There's really nothing else that we can possibly do as far as, you know, raising our children. It's how they turn out and we just hope and pray that they see how we choose. That's why it's so important for mothers to value ourselves. Because if our children are seeing so many men coming out and in and out of our house, they're going to think that's that's okay. So that's what they're going to start doing to other women. But if you see, if your children see you self-love, not taking anything from a man, anything negative from a man, doing everything that you need to do, then they're going to be like, you know what? I want a woman that's just like my mother. I want a woman that wants me, but she don't need me. I want a woman that appreciates me. I want a woman that appreciates herself. I want a queen. And that's what I'm raising my children to be. I can't sit here and be like, you know what? You're going to turn out just like your father. Because if that's the case, that means I didn't do what I was supposed to do. And at the same time, I'm, I'm depending on their fathers to show them right. But... Sometimes it doesn't happen that way. Sometimes it has to be the mothers. Or sometimes it has to be 
you know, a situation to where you just pray for the better outcome. And you pray that your child does not hurt another girl's feelings. Um, so, uh, I think I'm going to end on that note because that was a lot that I just got into. <laughs> um, but that's just, you know, my co-parenting at this point. My co-parenting is kind of, it's good on one side and it's uh on the other side we have our good days we have our bad days we sometimes understand each other we sometimes we don't we cuss each other out we sometimes we don't um but it's now to the point where I don't want to argue like I don't even want to go through court like I just want to have some kind of mutual agreement between both of us um because I don't want his money I don't want his money I don't need him buying me anything for his son to keep at my house, all I tell him to do is supply for your own. Supply your own diapers, your own wipes, your own clothes, like everything that you need to do, supply that at your house. I'll supply mine at my house and everything will be fine. You don't have to worry about what I'm not packing in a bag or vice versa. Because now I just send a bag. I don't even pack anything in it. If you tell me that you are okay at your house, then I'm going to assume that you're okay at your house. And I'm not packing anything. Because at this moment, like, you're not babysitting your child. This is your child. Your child should have clothes at your house. Your child should have, if your child doesn't have a room at your house, your child should have something at your house besides toys. This is not a daycare. This is your child. This is real life. Like, when I stop working or when I'm not working, when your child goes to daycare, that does not stop you from being a parent. Like, you will have to be a parent for the next 18 years or however long it takes for your child to be able to go out on their own. Because sometimes it takes a while. And there's nothing wrong with that. Um, so, I have a question that I got. I want you guys to um, either send me a DM on Instagram um, or send a, leave a voice message. But this is a question that, you know, also is a topic in my co-parenting life. Um, but should it be okay for the other parent to contact you at any time if it's about the child? Leave me voice message to answer that question. Um, I, I really want to know. I really want to know, like, certain situations, you know, I may, I may take, um, I may be extra when I'm dealing with it. Um, so, and that's one of the situations, like. When, like I said, when he's not with our son, he's blocked. I don't talk to him. I, we don't talk to each other. Like, there's no way of him communicating with me unless something happens, and then I'll communicate with him. But other than that, I just feel like there should just not be any kind of communication outside of that. Um, he did say as far as change, like, yeah, he didn't do it before, but he's doing it now. So I should kind of accept that more so than looking at it be, as if, you know, he's only doing it because I'm dealing with someone. Or someone is now around his child. Um, maybe I should be looking at things a lot differently. So leave those voice messages. Tell me what you feel and what you think about that. And we'll talk about it on another um, episode. Um, but let's get into something funny before I end the um, before I end this. So today's Tuesday. Um, Sunday, I'm you know on rehearsal, and while rehearsal, I'm making lemonade. Right, squeezing the lemonade, everything like that. I'm squeezing this lemonade because I just got a um, I had got I got a like a vegetable slicer, but the vegetable slicer came with um, 
it came with other attachments. It came with a uh, like a juicer. It came with a grater and some other things. Um, so I'm like, oh, it has a juicer. And like I've been saying I was going to make lemonade for like the longest time. So I finally get the juicer, get my lemons or whatever to, you know, make some fresh lemonade. And I'm just, you know, just juicing, juicing, juicing. I don't know if I wasn't paying attention and the cup was on the edge, but I blinked the eye and the cup was on the floor. All my hard work was wasted. I had lemon juice all over me, so I go into the living room to my boyfriend and I just look at him. He's like, what's wrong? Why are you so wet? I said, the lemon juice fell on the floor. He looked at me, was like, oh, babe, give me a hug. And so he just, like, hugged me. He was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was like, oh, my work. Like, even still talking about it, like, it makes me want to cry because it's like I only bought a certain amount of lemons um, and for it all to end up on the floor. Like, I had two lemons left. And... I had to, of course, like with my lemonade, I kind of like cut up the lemons and stuff and put them in there. I could barely do that. So I kind of cut them up really little um, just so I can get some juice. Like luckily I had lemon juice or whatever um, to kind of mix it in there. But I mean, it was okay. It still turned out pretty good. But it was just like, dang, like really? Like all that and I couldn't even get my lemonade? Like, oh my gosh. So that was... I guess my funny for Sunday. Um, I finished reading my best friend's book. Of course, my best friend is an author, Christy Taylor. If you guys have not listened to that podcast, make sure you guys listen to that episode. It was a really good episode about, you know, her, what got her into writing and the books that she's about to release and things. So I finished reading A Winter's Secret. So, of course, her Winter's Tale series is a five-book series. Um, so of course I just finished the fourth book, so I'm now awaiting the fifth book, which is A Winter's Deception. So I always do it to myself. It always literally takes me a day to two days to read these books. It takes me no time to get through these books because I'd be so like in full, like, oh my God, what happened? What happened? What happened? What happened? What happened? That I'll always end up doing this to myself. And I did, I did this to myself and I finished reading this book so fast. So now I'm still waiting for um, the next book, A Winner's uh, Deception. Um, but these books are a must-read, especially if you're into romance and you're into, you know, that love story. This is also about interracial relationships, um, also about um, a girl that, you know, is kind of low-class, you know, just doing her regular to get by and her meeting a man that, you know, is rich, comes from, you know, billionaires, millionaires, um, and things like that. And then they kind of meet each other and they fall in love. Um, so it's definitely worth listening to. So I want you guys to um, make sure you grab um, a copy. It's available on Amazon. It's available on Kindle. Um, so make sure you guys listen up on that. Let me tell y'all. So I've accepted my eyebrows for who they are. I mean, I can't really do like... I can't really... I can't really get into my eyebrows, you know, like, 
you know, sometimes I kind of, like, tweeze, you know, my unibrow so that it doesn't grow out. And I kind of pluck the little hairs that's, like, at, like, my little arch and stuff. And I kind of just, you know, just deal with it for what it is. But when it comes to these nails, let me tell you, honey, if y'all can see my hand movement right now, I think y'all can see it. Y'all can hear it in my voice. Y'all can see how my hands is moving because of how I'm talking. Yes, honey. Yes, yes. These nails, let me get into these nails. Yes, my girl, um, Royale at uh, Rare Breed Everything. Her Instagram is at underscore Rare Breed Everything. She throws down on these nails. Let me tell you, takes care of them. Ultimate care, always looking good, always have me done, always have me right. Um, so make sure y'all check her out. Follow her on Instagram. Um, I'm also doing a Mother's Day episode this coming week. Um, of course, Mother's Day is on Sunday, May the 10th. Um, so I probably will do that episode either that Monday or that Tuesday. So if you are following me, I'll leave, I've been leaving. How are my mothers doing? Um, questions. So I want to know how the mothers are doing. How are you guys handling, you know, where be staying, being a stay-at-home mom, um, homeschooling, or even, like, the moms that has to go to work that, you know, is coming, um, that's coming home to have to, you know, take care of homework, cook and clean and make sure that the kids are ready for bed and you have to get up and do it all over again. How are your days going? Like, how is everything? Even my mothers that are teachers, how are, how are you all doing? Like, I just really want to know. Leave those voice messages or leave me a DM. Answer that question that I have on my Instagram. Make sure you guys are following my Instagram, Raven L. Barnes, so that you guys can get in on the conversation because I really want to talk about it. I really want to bring up my mothers, um, the mothers that I kind of care about or whatever that's actually running their business. I will have them mentioned on uh, my Instagram and what they're doing right now. Um, so yes, let's get into it. Let's get some love flowing in the air. Like not all this negativity, not all this hostility. Sunday I kind of sage, so I'm in good spirit. Like I haven't been flipping out. Oh. Let me tell y'all something. You know it kind of takes a Sagittarius a couple days to... I gotta do a whole segment about Sagittarius because we be going through it. It takes a couple days for Sagittarius to kind of sink in what they be going through. Like, I staged my house on Saturday. On Saturday. And I didn't, like, you know, I didn't take it around the house or anything like that. I kind of just sat it in the window, had the window open, and let it just blow, blow around. My peace has been everything. Everything to me. Let me tell you. My peace has been everything. I haven't been flipping out. I haven't been having that mindset of flipping out. Like, I've been good. Even, I don't know if it's still, like, floating on me. My boyfriend comes in. Let me tell y'all this. My boyfriend comes in the house, and I'm saging. He's like, what does that smell? So I'm like, I'm saging or whatever. So he's like, I don't know. He was like, it, it must be trying to... <laughs> It must be trying to push me away. He was like, it's strong as hell. And I'm just looking at him like, what? Like, I said, so what, you a demon? Like, what, you, like your evil spirit or something? He was like, I don't know, yo. He was like, what is doing something to me? It's getting all that bad energy out of you. 
That's what it's doing. It's getting all that bad energy out of you and leaving it out the window. I had my windows open. I had opened my windows um, and the rooms and stuff because it was a nice day over the weekend. Yes, May is coming through, honey. May is coming through. If y'all don't know, May is my favorite month. May is coming through. Yes, it is. Um, so it's been so pretty, even with the rain, like it'll, you know, we wake up, we can go to sleep to rain. We wake up, sun is shining, flowers are blooming. I have bought some flowers and it's just so pretty. Of course, y'all know my favorite flower is a Pink Floyd. So I had to get my Pink Floyds. Like I, I need, I need to be surrounded by love. I need to be surrounded by positive energy. Like I just need it. Like I've been watching like people's snaps and stuff that, you know, study, um, you know, like spirits and energy and things like that or whatever. So it's kind of like giving me all these good vibes. Like I just love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, and honestly, as long as the Sagittarius is in a good mood, we are the best people that you will ever know. The best the best but let me let y'all go because of course i still have to get ready for work i still gotta get my children ready for us to leave out so we can leave out at a decent time i still got like a whole hour before i have to leave anyway but that's besides the point um i'm cooking and meal prepping and stuff before i leave yes i do this in the morning why i don't know but whatever um but yes i want you guys to have a good rest of the week um, I want you guys to answer those questions that I have on my Instagram. I want you guys to interact with me. Don't just watch my stuff. Like, if you see a question, answer it. Like, I get so many views and probably, like, two questions. Why do I have people that's viewing me, like, over 100 views, but I'm only getting two questions? Like, I want you guys to interact. I'm asking these questions for a reason. Talk to me. Talk to me. Um, but I do appreciate all the love and support that everyone has been doing for me. My numbers has been going up as far as my listeners. And, of course, I get paid by my listeners. So I appreciate everyone so much. Please share, share, share so that someone else can listen to it. And then someone else can listen to it. And someone else can listen to it. And let me get these dollars up. You know, I be checking my bank every now and then. And I be saying, like, trying to hit that cash out button. But I don't want to. Um... Because, you know, I, I have a goal. Like, I want to kind of set some stuff up in my house. Um, just dedicated to all the work that I'm doing. Um, I have another line coming up. Um, I'm working on other things. So, I definitely need everyone's input. Um, and, you know, you, your participation. You know, I'm not just posting just the post on the day. Like, but y'all probably be thinking like, oh, Raven's about to say something else. Raven's about to do this. Raven's about to do that. Ah whatever <laughs> but i want you guys to have an awesome rest of the week again um and i'll see you guys on the next episode